You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Hi, this is Deidre Black, and you're listening to Profiles in CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 39. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. All right, we're here on Profiles, and here's the first question. What is your name, and who do you work for? Hi, my name is Deidre, and I work for a private CRM firm in Texas. All right, and how long have you been working in CRM? I have been working in CRM since January 2002. Okay, okay. And what is the position you usually have on CRM jobs, and what is the highest position you've ever held? And I just mean, you know, from field tech on up to PI. Uh, well, prior to 2005, I only was a field tech. Then I got my master's, and since then, I've mostly been a project archaeologist. I've also held positions like crew chief, PI, and during stimulus, I was a project reviewer for the state. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Uh, and where have you worked? Like, what states have you worked in? Uh, most of my work is in Texas, um, but I've also worked in Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, Oklahoma, um, Michigan, and Ohio. Yeah, Texas is like California. It's huge, and you can spend most of your right. career there if you want to. <laughs> well, and, and prior to 2007, TxDOT provided like 85% of the CRM really? in Texas. And so a uh, field tech could easily work 10 plus years, uh, 10 plus months out of the year, um, mm-hmm. just on TxDOT projects, even just based in Austin, I was working wow. all the time on almost only on TxDOT projects. So what, uh, what changed that, not to take too much of a tangent? Um, in 2007, uh, TxDOT had a $2 billion accounting error and put an all stop to projects. Oh my God. And this was uh, followed quickly by the uh, little economic downturn. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect <laughs> storm of. And know. so, as as much if you ever look at you know what how many jobs there are in in Texas now with the pipelines and whatnot, that used to only compose ten to fifteen percent of the work that was here. So, lots there used to be a whole lot of work. Yeah, sounds like it. So moving on, what is the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be personal or professional or it just wouldn't happen if you weren't an archaeologist. Well, I am from a, a small blue collar town. And so anytime I go back to visit people, everyone's really excited. And my job is super interesting. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was like, I used to be to say, you know, I've been living in a t- eating beans for three months. And they're like, but that's so cool. Yes, <laughs> I, I know. I am the coolest person in our graduating class. It's okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, archaeology <laughs> is like always an instant icebreaker and conversation starter, isn't it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, everyone's, I wanted to be an archaeologist when I grew up too. I'm like, so did I. And I did. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. So what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a CRM archaeologist better? Steady employment and a predictable paycheck. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much what people say. Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't help much that I mean, I'm from a small blue collar low income town and my family's pretty average for the town, so mm-hmm. a lot of those, the tags now I meet and even when I was doing mostly tagging, they have some other support. You know, their parents are helping them out or paying their rent or right. they have a spouse or something that's doing it. I'm like, Nope, it's me. Wow. 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's rough to make it as your solo living. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I did it for a few years, and then uh, and then I, m- I met my wife before we got married, and she was an archaeologist, and so we it was it was helpful to go around with somebody and do that, but you know, still a still a pain. I'm married outside the. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Which which we need to talk about for another series. Um, all right. So, what is your career goal in CRM? Where do you where do you see yourself down the road? My career goal in CRM. I would really like to move uh, more to a a state or federal level. Mm -hmm. Um, Not quite as much field work, but doing community outreach, doing regulatory stuff, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of at that level. Just being able to, you know, maybe a little more research. (laughs) And I've interviewed for those positions, but I'm up against people with 30 years experience and previous uh, experience as a shippo. Right, yeah, that's tough to uh, that's tough to overcome. <laughs> that's tough to overcome, but at least I'm interviewing. Well, you know, we find out. I was just talking to some guys today. We find out, you know, the the, the further along you go in this, the longer you stay in. Those those older people either retire or die, and just uh, you know, open up positions for us. Yeah, but everyone here is like dried and mummified. No one dies. <laughs> no one dies. And people move here to get away from the snow. Right, right. Yeah, they just go there and live forever. Yep. Yeah, nice. Like Florida. That's right. That's right. All right, so last question. If you could give an undergrad thinking about CRM as a career, one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, just one piece? Just one. Has to be a good one. Try not to piss off too many people. That's a good piece of advice, yeah. Do you, do you have any experience with that? <laughs> I've watched other people. Uh-huh. There have been times where I could have, there was someone, you know, I could have, Bad mouth them or something. I'm like, no, I just smell a nut. And... <laughs> nice. It ended up it was good because that person either ended up being a boss or a supervisor or signing the paychecks or. Yeah, it's a small world, and you never know how, who you're going to meet yeah. later on and what their role is going to be. It is. You know, ten years after my field school, one of the people I went in field school with was uh, was my boss on a pipeline project. <laughs> Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. Interviews take less than 30 minutes and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the field. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.